Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast that doesn't take itself or rugby too seriously. Tim and Phil are away caravanning at the moment, so the opportunity for JB to improve the service has been grabbed with both hands, and let's face it, right now it's a massive improvement. I am JB, here with Brim Williams, and of course, BT's resident alpha male, Martin Bayfield. <laughs> alpha male, I like alpha male. That's, That's right, good. It? Yeah, I like that. Well, yeah. We came to this conclusion because we thought... You're the guy that does the quarter sessions at the end of the BT season, so obviously you're the alpha male. Well, yes, but it doesn't mean I, have to, I avoid the punishments. OK, so we're here today at BT Sport. I'm just coming to the end of a thrilling match between Exeter and Northampton. What do you think of the Bates? Well, big win for Exeter, really, really big win for them. Um, they, every season they step things up. This season they're looking very, very strong indeed. Push themselves back into the top for worrying for Northampton Saints. They're still top. But uh, there's part of me that thinks that that defeat they suffered to Racing Metro in the last game of the pool stages in, in the European Champions Cup did them a lot of damage. They haven't, they've won games, of course, but they haven't had the supremacy that they had before then. Yeah, it's, it's weird to say that because I've been in teams which have been winning week in, week out, and you get a feeling of invincibility. And when you come up against a team which beats you and beats you well, you think, how on earth did that happen? It really knocks confidence out of you. Yeah, and they certainly they, they miss George North. They miss that power. They miss that size. Um, Jamie Elliott's a very, very good player, but you, you, you're always going to miss someone of the quality of George North. But today, against the Exeter Chiefs, they, um, they seem to be pushing things a little bit, trying to force it, a lot of mistakes, a lot of drop ball. But Exeter Chiefs, they're very tough to beat at Sandy Park, and they, they're looking strong. It's a team that's built in the mould and in the image, really, of, of Rob Baxter. Very honest, very direct, very committed, um, and now, as they go through year after year after year in the Premiership, they're adding a little bit more quality, a bit more style, a bit more class. They've got some good signings for next year. Um, they're going to get stronger and stronger. Extremely effective as well. With regards to Northampton, I thought there'd be a massive reaction today after after what happened last week, but it just didn't seem to happen. Where do you think they can improve and what do you think they need to do? This scrum look then? The scrum was really, really under pressure today. Yeah. Um, you saw when Alex Corbusiero came back on when there was a yellow card, he, he shored things up pretty well. But he seemingly had got the, on the wrong side of the referee and was yeah. penalised quite a bit. They're struggling a little bit. Um, they look a bit fatigued, to be perfectly honest. They look uh, devoid of ideas of how to get themselves out of this malaise. Um, but there's a lot of quality there, and I'm sure they will do it. But teams seem to have identified how to attack them. 
and how to nullify their threat, move the ball wide, play at pace, be relentless, be accurate with the ball in hand, kick well. If you're kicking games loose against the Saints, they'll punish you. Um, there's still very good players there. Let's not write Northampton. I'm certainly not writing Northampton off, but, but they are... Yeah. yeah, well, they had a week off the week before as well. So, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I also think with Northampton, if, you don't, if they don't beat you playing their way, there doesn't seem to be kind of any backup plan. It's kind of their way or they're going down hard. And they went down hard in France. And maybe that's because they're being beaten being up front. But the travesty of that is, if you look through that pack, there's not really many players there who aren't either internationals or close to international standard. You might say Dickinson isn't, but he's, a, he's also a cracking player. Yeah. And, you know, other than, you know, non-England internationals would be the American... Samanoa. let's not forget him. Yeah, Callum Clark, who isn't really what you call a slouch. No, no, they've got good players there. I said, of course, they had a week off last week. They, I bet they wished they'd had a week off yeah. last week. They didn't have a week off. They got, they, they got thumped. Um, there is quality there, without a doubt. But what you're seeing certainly in the Premiership, but now pretty much everywhere where you watch rugby, if, if a team isn't quite on song and the opposition are, they can rattle up a, a score which surprises you mm. and you think, I didn't see 30, 40, 50 points coming. And actually when you analyse it, it's not that much of a surprise. Bear in mind today there were two tries which were disallowed for, for Exeter Chiefs, so it, yeah. could, it could have been worse. Wayne, could have been yeah. worse yeah. Wayne Bonds loved to disallow a try. In, I think he might be the most whistle-happy. <laughs> he was time. right, though. When you look at the ones he, he disallowed, he, he was right with them. But, you know, I, I just miss the days where they just made a snap decision and then get on with it. Yeah, you can't, uh, unfortunately, those days are long gone. There's, there's too much riding on it. Now, more importantly, regarding Northampton, what's that small bar called, which is based in Franklin's Gardens? The Crooked Hooker. That is the one. Yeah. Now, have you ever frequented there? I have. I've been in the Crooked Hooker many times. It is a marvellous place. And the great thing is, when you look at it, it is a shambles of a building, an old brick building, which doesn't I, seem I to fit in. Dead for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't seem to fit in. And when they built the new stadium at Franklin's Gardens, that there were plans to knock that down and provide a nice new venue for the Crooked Hooker and everyone said no, no no we want this place we love it and, and there it stays Brilliant uh, fairly exclusive club Yeah it's, uh, it's the former players club uh, you, you become a member of the Crooked Hooker now you know, guests are invited in but you go in there sober you do not emerge sober it is a, it is a brutal place yeah. to be Other than your rugby coverage you obviously used to cover World's Strongest Man yep. which I understand you couldn't enter because it was a fairness issue was, it, was that right? But I, I couldn't enter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't enter. No, I certainly couldn't enter it because I'm not very strong. Um, but uh, no, I used to present it, and that was great fun. Well, that was great fun. If you look back at your playing days, who would play either who you played with or who plays now, who you think could make a, a proper impact in, in World's Strongest Man should decide to do so? The, the guy I think who would would be phenomenal. Um, I never played with him, but watched him with uh, with some awe was uh, Andrew Sheridan, yes. and. Guys who played with him say that he was just brutally strong, and he's a guy I think who could do pretty well in uh, in most of the disciplines in Strongest Man. But just to give you an idea of the strength of these guys and the size of these guys, you know, you're looking at someone Brian Shaw, who won it has won it a couple of times. He's my height, and I weigh 280 pounds. He weighs 420 pounds. Now, not, not that I've looked you up on Wikipedia, but you're listed at 106 kg. No, no way. <laughs> I wish. I wish. And you're the same weight. No, no, no. I wish. 125 kg uh, uh, okay. is uh, is where I which, am which at the way, moment. Is never wrong. Never wrong. It's, it's no, absolutely not. No, these these guys are are freakishly strong. When you watch someone pulling a train, pulling a Hercules transporter, <laughs> it, it's it's epic, and they are uh, 
Yeah, they're monsters. I watched um, some short documentary on Brian Shaw, and he was like just following him on his day-to-day life, and he was uh, on an aeroplane. He couldn't literally turn around in the aisle of the aeroplane. Yeah. Really? He was that big. He had to go down because he was, he was cramped in. He had to go... In a military transport? No, not military I was gonna, I was gonna just, say, just Commercial plane, yeah. I, 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 I was going to say we should drop him off into war zones. In the aisle of it. It's quite handy to have someone on board your plane, and if your plane breaks down, he can actually tow it to safety. <laughs> yeah. Clearly not when it's in the air, but if it's on the, on the ground. So which games have you got coming up, with, uh, which will be presenting them? Um, I am going over to San Etienne to, uh, oh, to watch the Claremont Saracens game. French air traffic control permitting. Oh, of course. Yeah, they, good old French. They love a strike, d- and they, they've got one scheduled for Friday. Um, I've just been offered tickets to that, but unfortunately it's my cousin's wedding, so I can't, I can't be attending. No, no, that'll be a big game. With with a bit of luck, she she might get married again, so... Yeah, there you go. (laughs) We possibly just ask you how you think the games will go next weekend. Yeah, yeah. Finals. Um, I think uh, think Claremont, even though they're not playing at home, they're only an hour from home, I think they'll beat Saracens. Um, Saracens put in a huge performance against Racing Metro. Racing Metro was so naive, though, in the closing stages of that game. They should have won it, but fair play to Saracens. I do think, though, that... Yeah, I think that Claremont will win that one. And... uh, I think Toulon will beat Leinster. Yeah, I think that. Right. I think they'll beat Leinster. I think if you um, look at Munster, I, I, I was going to say they're similar teams. They're both Irish, but Munster went, went over there and just got manhandled. Leinster know the way around the European map, though. And if there's one team that can go and maybe give Toulon, but I don't think they're as strong as they were a couple of seasons. No, ago. I don't think so. I don't think so. And Toulon, I don't think they've really, really caught fire yet yeah, in the, Bath, in the Bath tournament. Could and possibly should have beaten Leinster. Yeah. Um, last weekend. Yeah, I think it'll be an all French final. Which um, and the winners, if you had to guess. Well, right at the start of the season, I, I put down Northampton to, to regain the title and Toulon to regain their title. At the moment, Northampton looking a bit shaky. Um, I will stick with Toulon. I'll stick with Toulon because the final is at Twickenham. Uh, and Claremont are incredibly strong yeah. at home. Yeah. But I think away from home, maybe not. And the international flavour of the Toulon side, I think, equips them better to play outside France. Well, I think I will go against Grain here. I think the Saracens will beat Claremont. And I think they've got a team of accountants from KPMG devising their game plan right now. <laughs> and they are the ultimate in what can be achieved in a salary cap situation. I think they are just magnificent. Uh, they might, some people might say that they're dull. Um, in my mind, they're, they're very efficient. Yeah. They're, listen, they're great guys. They're great. They're brave. They're yeah, hugely brave. Hugely brave. But I just think at this stage of the game, you've got to start scoring a few tries. I don't think they're scoring enough. I think we're in an age now where everyone craves for running rugby, free-flowing tries, all the rest of it. That last second kick by Bosch, it's kind of what rugby's all about. It's, it, it was that grind, it was the intensity, it was sticking to, uh, sticking to the game plan. I thought it was absolutely magnificent. You know, I'll take my hat off to Saracens. that They, they dug themselves out of a hole there. Um, and they are a very, very strong side, without a doubt. And they, they know how to win games. But over the years, they've just picked up the one title, and I don't think that they've quite got the armoury to, to beat Claremont. If Claremont have an off day, of course it can happen. But they are, to all intents and purposes, playing at home. And I think that gives them a huge advantage. Yeah, it was one well, of the great defensive displays. It was, wasn't it? Like Jamie Jack now, Bird. believe me later, it's, it's going to be Saracens. OK, we'll see. Yeah, there right, thank you very much, Martin. Um, I'm sure you've got some more films to be recording and TV No TV films, no films, sadly. No, those days, my, my glorious Hollywood career burnt brightly it, but it, briefly. It was officially better than Vinnie Jones's, so uh, you can hang your hat on that. Not as lucrative. <laughs> thank you very much. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Thanks. No problem. Thanks, guys. Next on the podcast, we have Rhiannon. Rhiannon, yeah. Rhiannon Chandler Day, which I should be able to say because I'm Welsh and she has a Welsh name, although she is indeed very English. I am indeed. Uh, Rihanna has the... Rhiannon's Rugby Union blog, so I've been doing that um, for about a year and a half now. Literally just got into it by going to a, a Quinns Northampton game at the Stoop um, and, and did just a quick kind of overview of the game. Happened to get invited in to, to be a blogger. Ah. And since then, I've, I've developed Rhiannon's Rugby Union blog. And it's fair to say you are prolific. It's not a weekend that goes by that you've not contributed at least one match report or opinion piece or something. But you enjoyed yesterday the downfall of Leicester Tigers. What is going on? Yeah, I mean, actually in the first half, they seemed, against Saracens, they seemed to be in control and put up a, a really good defence, if I'm honest. And, you know, they hadn't actually conceded any points um, until, I think, the last... 30, yeah, off. Did you know? Well, his yellow card, I mean, yeah. what did you think of that? I thought it was a ridiculous thing to do. Do you know what, from where I'm sitting in the press box, I can't be 100% sure on whether or not it should have been a yellow card. But to be fair, Tom Young's is, can be quite unreliable. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. You, you never know. From where they were, they, you know, they, they had them under pressure. And, and for Tom Young's to do that in that field position, for me, it's just something that... One of your big name players like mm-hmm. Tom Young just shouldn't be doing. He put his team in an awkward position, you know, and it put them under the pump. And they never really got back in the game from that. They conceded, and uh, and, and the momentum of the game. Although I would have fancied Saracens to win, I just thought the momentum of the game was a shift. You're do right. You, yeah. Do you know that Leicester have scored less tries than any other team except London Welsh, which is just That's, a phenomenal statistic, yeah, isn't it? Unbelievable. And. And it's you know it's a big testament. I obviously saw yesterday to where they are in the league that they can grind out wins mm-hmm. and be the second, you know, the oh, second least amount of tries. Yeah, but they're fifth in the league. If, if I look, right, Normally. they are spending right up to their salary cap now. Yeah, and I know they say they put all their resources into the front row and you know all, all the rest of it, but I don't think they get any value. I mean, for whatever they pay on Dan Cole, I think Dan Cole is a marvelous player, but I don't think he's the dominant prop of his generation. But I, I think he's been paid like that. As he's, is, he's I good heard. enough to hold hold his end. Good enough scrum. isn't what you need when you're no. operating a salary cap and you can see that because they've put so many resources into that front five the rest of the team suffers the Leicester backs are abysmal I mean, well with the exception of Miles Benjamin but he's out for the season there's no coincidence mm. no coincidence indeed Bruno. Score yesterday. is it Sarah Maibay he was yeah. incredible yeah, yeah. yesterday for me I thought he was quite he's like a 35 year old um, is he not I have he's, no he's idea really... how old he is I mean, he doesn't play like a 35 year old <laughs> no, no he doesn't, he doesn't. I, I kind of thought when they signed Sarah Maibay they signed him after they signed Freddie Burns and right. I just thought, how much confidence does that show that you need to get a yeah. 35-year-old fly off to They've got a new... Saracens never really got out of sight yesterday, but when Leicester tried to shift gears to chase the game, it just looked like a type of rugby they just haven't got in their arm. No, they don't. They couldn't they don't. chase. Like Matthew Tate couldn't run the ball from deep, and they've got a lot of players, but they played that structured game, and if it doesn't work for them, 
I tell you what, that's, that is actually a great point. Yeah. Matthew Tate. Incredible player. He, well, is he? I'm, I'm kind of glad you said that, because I was watching yesterday, I was thinking, is this the, the most unfulfilled talent in the, in the Premiership? I think it probably is. As an individual, I think he's got great talent. But for Leicester Tigers, I don't think he has the ability to showcase his think, full I, potential. I'd like to see him at a team like Bath, to be honest with you. Like, but he's been to... Oh, OK. So yeah, say, he, he's a Newcastle, and Newcastle has Leicester. I say all sorts of stars. Jamie Noon, oof, uh, maybe not all sorts of stars. But <laughs> then he went to Sale, and Sale were pretty good at, at the time. I think he was playing outside of McAllister. Yeah. He had Cueto, he had Foden. You know, so he's had lots of chances, but he never seems to kind of get to that next level. Solid Premiership player, but never the world-class international. Has he ever really get him gotten over his debut for England against Big Gav. Super Gav. Super Gav. I, I'm not sure he ever has really. Back to Gav. Back to Gav. Crikey. But actually, just going back to the value there, I kind of disagree with you somewhat because they've managed. Leicester have managed to get to fifth place at yeah. the moment. Without I think they'll make the playoffs. And I think do that you? I do. That's a big we'll call. Make the playoffs. I think yeah. Northampton, yeah. Saracens, yeah. On. Bath, Hopefully. and I think it will be between Exeter and, and Leicester to fight yeah. it out. If I'm honest, I think it is. But I, on today's performance, you can't. I don't think you can look past Exeter. They're, they've got such a good team unity. I just I was really impressed with them today. And they took apart Northampton, who are the champions, who I think were looking for a reaction from last mm-hmm. weekend. Got I don't nothing. think Exeter allowed them to do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, arguably they could have won by more, and it was a big win as it was. Yeah, and actually Exeter are quite consistent. They can go away from home and they can perform. Mm -hmm. And they're actually a team that are the dark horse. They've changed, they've turned it around in the last season. And I think that we're going to see more from them, you know, following up to the final. Now, a team you mentioned before, I think you put them in third place, Bath. Did anyone see the game on Friday night? Yeah. What do we think of uh, the the new incarnation of Sam Burgess as a six? I I, I think it's probably going to suit him. If he's going to stay at Union long enough to, to make a real fist of it I think six is where he's going to play I, 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 I can't see his long term position being 12 or 13 um, I, so get him oh it definitely isn't 12, 12 or 13 it can't um, be not if he wants to if, play for if, England if we want to see the best of Sam Burgess um, then, then I think back row is where it's going to happen whether whether that happens um, whether he gets the nuances of the game and whether it, whether he's going to be yeah, I think if Sam Burgess is, is going to learn how to how to get to them breakdowns, be effective, do the dog work that a six needs to do, the only way he's going to learn that is experience. And whether he's going to be willing to sacrifice that much time out of his career, he's at the peak of his powers now if he's playing in the NRL, is he going to give up that time in union, learning the code? Because he's come over, big money signing, he wants to be playing for England. He doesn't yeah. want to be you know, learning the game in Bath's second team. No, well, I kind of think he does, actually. I mean... I think he's been no, terribly he's, handled. Oh, he's a okay, star which, of league. He, he? he is, and I also think that making him play union is like making Rafael Nadal play badminton. You know, <laughs> it, he does what he does, but it, it, can he really transfer over? I'd like to have seen him go and play for some championship side at six and, re- and really learn it. That to me makes more sense than learning I, at six by I playing totally twelve. See, I, that, I that's agree the way with to you. Learn it. But yeah. is Sam Burgess, who you know, like I say, is an icon of rugby league? He wants to come. He's really had an eye on the World Cup, hasn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah, he thought yeah, he'd come he over, you know, maybe do what Jason Robinson did and, uh, and make a big impact. But, you know, he's not an outside back. It's hard, you know, you've got to give... 
these guys at Union get a lot of credit for for how hard the breakdown is to learn. And exactly. It's hard. It's, it's unbelievable, yeah. So you've got to give him credit where it's due, yeah. and obviously, I think... It's patience he needs more than anything, but exactly. is he willing to sacrifice part of his, you know, the best years of his career doing it? I'm not so sure. We know he's versatile. He's yeah. quite clearly proved that, but it's where does he's he fit in He's an unbelievable athlete, just the fact he's stepped from one sport, gone in, yeah. and not been embarrassed yeah, playing Union, and he's looked good, but has he looked... World class like, or for instance, like Rafael Nadal playing badminton. Yeah, probably even play squash. <laughs> yes. So, uh, the other team in um, in uh, the Burgess match, which it shall now be known as, was Newcastle. Yeah. And uh, I think Newcastle have come on leaps and bounds. Absolutely. Mm. I kind of think though, have they come on leaps and bounds because there's no threat of relegation? Yeah. Or is it just Dean Richards doing what Dean Richards does, which is taking teams, turning them around? And away they go. Because if you remember, he bought up Harlequins yeah, from the championship. Absolutely, till, till Bloodgate saw him. Yeah, crafty that. Crafty. Yeah, it was. But I mean, I think obviously not having a threat of relegation frees up Newcastle. They've got a good Peace style of, mind, of play, isn't it? But I think Dean Rich has got to take a lot of credit. Yeah. A yeah. lot of credit because you know they've absolutely. had some big performances, attracted some decent players. And there. Where, yeah, and where did he find uh, Snotty Snotty? I've mm. never, I've never even heard of him, and I mean, now he's scoring tries. On the BT coverage today, they said he's, he's Lawrence Lally said they've had he's had two caps for Samoa. Just unbelievable, a player of that quality. Um, he has to play. For yeah, exactly. Do I mean, it just shows how much quality they must have in yeah. their backline to be able to ignore basically a player of that quality. Do, do you know who he reminds me of? Sort of. Uh, Ryan Hall from Leeds. He's got the kind of same kind of running style with the yeah, socks. Yeah, quite upright. Yeah, and yeah, socks low. Strong, but effective. <laughs> Ryan Hall's an effective try scorer. Even though you wonder where he's going to score, he always sees Yeah. But also, the Falcons have really worked on their academy players. Absolutely. So, yeah. really, Tom they're. Patrick and. Exactly. So really they're, they're working on looking at their internal structure and developing that yeah. class of player so it can bring them up through the ranks. And that's what that you need. You need to work on nurturing the players that you've got. Yeah, no matter who comes up next season, whether it's, you know, presumably it's going to be Bristol or Worcester, um, it's going to be a competitive premiership, isn't it? At that mm. bottom half, there's, there's, there's no teams there that you're looking at thinking oh, they're, they're favourites for the drop because... They're all, yeah, they're all tough. Yeah. They're all tough teams. I mean, Absolutely. Worcester now are basically like Leeds Academy, I, I think, because they've, they've taken so many players from the Yorkshire club. Yeah. Two games today. Surprisingly competitive game. Yeah. Sale hasn't it? won uh, away at Irish since 2007. Is that I right? Today. Yeah, which is quite a long time. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, to win at Irish in yeah. particular. Yeah, it's a sad reflection on where London Welsh are that we say it's a competitive game and it was still snotted by over 20 points. Really, you know, <laughs> yeah. that. The fact they scored 12 points, you've got to be happy with from a London Welsh point of view. But I mean, it's just been a disaster from start to finish for them this season. But they'll rebuild, won't they? And, and they're, they're a very good championship club. You know, you've got to take your heart off to them. They grinded out and got to the Premiership. It's mm. just unfortunate. They didn't have any time to improve. And they haven't got the resources to compete on on this level. Exactly. So it was a, it was actually um, a win today for Irish, 25-23. Oh. Oh, so, the, so, so they just need to. Maybe two, maybe 2016 will be there, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> the thing is, when you get the momentum behind Irish at home, you know, they're yeah. in for the win. So. Uh, and last game of the weekend was Gloucester versus Harlequins. Now, this was the definition of mid-table mediocrity. Gloucester are like a very expensive jigsaw made out of all the wrong pieces. And for whatever reason... <laughs> that's, that, oh, that's harsh. It's completely true. It's, I don't yeah, disagree for one with you. They just can't seem to get it together. The, you know, the big money signs they do, I mean, for me, they need to sort out the tight five, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, the players they've signed, just... You can have James Hook at 10, or, you know, the outside backs that they've got, 
like Johnny May and, and Charlie Sharples, but unless you've got the foundation to go on, um, you know, it's just wasted and but it never, it never was going to be plain sailing. If you, you've got a new head coach, a new DOR, you're, you've got these new signings, a handful of new signings. It's going to so take time. Where are the right signings, do you think? Exactly. It's like apparently you've got uh, John Ferrer and Richard Hibbard that can't scrimmage together because they scrimmage at different heights. heights yeah. uh, you've got James Hudson, the enforcer, otherwise known as the Ruck Inspector, yeah, because Nicky, that's all he does. Nicky Woods is a solid, Who is solid Nicky Wood? loose head, but yeah. he's, not, he's not setting the world alight. You know, I'd love to see Gloucester but back I mean, where they belong. You talk team. about bad, bad signings. I'm not entirely sure that Harlequin signings are going to be any good. Adam Jones? I'm not too sure about that. Mm. If they get it's Jamie Robbins... signing for Adam Jones. But great signing. It for, uh, well, it's great signing, signing for Adam Jones's pension, sure. <laughs> I was really impressed with Thomas Francis today. Um, yeah, yeah I, thought, I, I agree with you. If he's not on the England radar now... Um, you know, Gatland, like JB would say, done a deal with the devil. Exactly. To Thomas Francis there. You know, he started 11 out of 15 games for, yeah. for, France, uh, for Exeter. Yeah. Suddenly, a lot of people are talking about him, and he looked. I mean, he put Corbusiero under a lot of pressure, and Corbusiero's reputation. I could reputation. put Corbusiero under a lot of he's pressure. He's one to watch, though. He's, he's, he's a now. test lion at the end yeah. of the day. And, yeah. you know, from where Wales are, without Samson Lee, if they can get him as backup or even starting by the World Cup, mm-hmm. you know, they've got to be happy. But if I was English, I'd really want to be looking at um, uh, trying to get him nailed on. It's been a good weekend of Premiership rugby, Absolutely. that's for sure. Absolutely, brilliant. And, and it's, it's building up to a great finale, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Thank you for joining us. Thank um, you, guys. Remind us again where we can find your... So Twitter handle is at Rhiannon C. Day. Um, please feel free to, to look me up on Google, Rhiannon's Rugby Union blog. So thank you, guys. Absolutely, thank you. Thank you. And there you have it, the podcast version of Carol Eastman. Little shorter than what you expected, but with no less talents. Thankfully, next week, Tim is back with the keys to the studio after going to Greece to see exactly what happens when governments spend all of their money. The week following, we'll see the grand return of Phil, four strong Vietnam against his will. And in the meantime, I would just like to thank BT Sport, Bryn Williams, Brenna Chandler Day, and of course, their resident alpha male, Martin Bayfield. If for every reason you want to see what we're up to during the week, please look us up at Rugby Podcast on Twitter and in the meantime I'll leave you with Ricky Flutie why? well because I can speak to you next Monday we learned a bit of breathing and it was really good because uh, you know Barney I haven't had singer lesson before but this time it was amazing because we had Heather Small here and um, yeah, everyone here is obviously a huge fan of hers. It'll be uh, it'll be fantastic for the, uh, for the for the people that are there supporting supporting the day, uh, supporting Wasps and supporting us uh, as players to, to see her there. Um, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. She's going to be great, and uh, yeah, it's it's a privilege to have her along. We are a band of men, and what we do is play rugby. We come from miles around to be a rugby family. We'll fight together when meets forever. We'll make our dreams come true. Cause we are with this team we love. And this is what we do. Oh, oh, play. We play, play for our new team. It was great to have her here, and uh, it's great to teach us, um, you know, a few breathing techniques, which uh, obviously, you know, any, none of us uh, knew anything about. Yeah, we just. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.